Yep, this is Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Tools for the Tools for Generation. Generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. And this your boy, That's my fault, bro. T. Ross. That's my fault. It's bro. all good, bro. Um, we, we were, we were, you know what I'm saying? It was the homies right there. Man. Uh, <laughs> so, so, bro, I, I know you had some, uh, some issues. Uh, uh, some uh, alter not altercation. That's a very rough word. Yes, it sounds real, it sounds <laughs> uh-huh. rough. I got some daddy issues going on right now, brother. Right, you got <laughs> some daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you heard our pause? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what's what's up with these daddy issues, bro? Man, man what happened? My dad don't follow me, bro, on Instagram. Your dad don't follow you yeah. on Instagram. So so it has saying. to be deep, man. What's what's happening, man? We broke up. To be real, <laughs> uh, no, that's the best way I could put it. But we broke up. Like we, we had a we had a little situation, um, and then uh, he was. You know what? You know you know what I just thought of, bro. This sounds like it could be a dish record because you and your dad used to have a podcast. <laughs> so now hop on a new podcast and talk <laughs> about how me and him don't get along, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. Bro, you gonna get your mom to do a feature with him yeah. <laughs> to get to get back? <laughs> Me and my mom gonna start a podcast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. Oh god. Nah, but uh. So 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 pause broke up with you. What happened? <laughs> Man, this ain't right. This ain't right. Um, yeah, my yeah, we we got we had a little situation. Um, damn, I'm trying to think where to start. Like. Where to start? Where to start? So, let's start in the beginning, right? Um, I think, dang, I, I really don't know where to start. Where, where is the beginning, technically? So, so from what I remember you telling me was that um, you went to pick up some equipment. You, your dad asked you to work a gig. Yeah, um, yeah. And you went to pick up some equipment. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of you, like, going to, to pick up the equipment, I get he was upset. I don't remember yeah. why, but he was upset. I got you. I got you. I, I, okay. I was speaking out at the beginning, of just like some context of who my dad is for those who don't listen. But if you need some context, go ahead and uh, pull up, speak on it, Generation to Generation podcast <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Go ahead and search it. You're going to find it right there. Um, <laughs> that's a nice little plug. It the is. season's been canceled thus far, but. Um, the season's been canceled. But we're here. <laughs> I'm be rocking. Nah, but uh, so, you know, my dad, my dad is um in the space of you know just wanting to be creative and kind of create these outlets. Uh, one being the podcast, two being this documentary that he's working on, and he has he's been growing up in the community in hip hop and has relationships with different individuals. Big Daddy Kane being one of them. I was going was in town a couple of weeks ago, um, in Redondo Beach, and my dad set up an interview uh, to essentially get him on 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 uh. On, on camera in order to include that into the documentary that he's working on a really great really great vision and <clears throat> you know in, in the process of doing that I have a camera I work I work with my camera I do video work so um, he asked me if I could you know help him out with that and you know figure out what equipment we need so you know we came had a com- couple of meetings kind of discussing what was needed what type of setup he wanted and I decided to go ahead and rent a lot of this equipment from Burbank so I live in Pomona um, Burbank is like the valley basically and on this particular day or the day before you know my dad hit me up like yo did you pick up the lights the microphone the boom mic the whole setup wait so 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 how far is Burbank and 
minutes. Minutes for those that don't that's right. that don't ain't familiar with. with that's the, right. So this is about an hour and a half drive. Um, okay. And this is a Friday too, mind you. This is a Friday, but the day before, you know, my dad kind of followed up like, "Yo, just you know, did you pick up the stuff yet?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm gonna get it." And he's like, "Come on, T." Like, you know, it's a little little irritated, so it sounds, so it came across um, that I did not have the things yet, but, you know, I know I have my Fridays off, I'm going to go pick it up in the morning, so we don't get charged for a two-day rental, you know, for this equipment. Um, all this stuff was like, you know, like 200 bucks, right? Um, my dad shot me the money for me to go get the stuff, um, you know, so that Friday, I'm on my way to go pick it up, hour and a half to go pick up the equipment. Picked up the equipment early that morning, um, uh, and then I actually had to run some errands, ran some errands, and then I had to go back to Pomona to get my stuff. Um, my things, because the, the interview was later later that night. I actually wasn't in Pomona. It was an hour and a half from L.A., from where I was, actually, to pick up the okay. stuff. And then from picking up the stuff, then I was going to Pomona to get my things from home. And that was an hour and a half from Burbank to my place was an hour and a half. And then got my stuff. I was probably home for like 15, 20 minutes. Um, was able to get dressed, grab my things, hit the road, and uh, I was about to say I map quested. Map quest don't even exist. I probably does. Um, I GPSed it, and uh, it was an hour and a half to get to Redondo Beach. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like you know, I'm gonna get there on time. We good. So maybe about halfway through through the through the trip, my dad you know hits me like, yo, you at the venue yet? Which also communicates to me that he wasn't there. And I'm like, no, I'm not there. I'm in route. He's like, well, how long is it going to take you? I said, I don't know. I'm going to have to check my GPS when I get off the phone with you, and I'll let you know. He goes, man, you don't know L.A.? You don't know L.A.? You don't know Redondo Beach? You know, it just kind of, like, pressed me a little bit. And I'm like, no, I do, but it's Friday. It's traffic, and I don't know exactly where this, where this uh, venue is, so I can't guess. You know, I can tell you what time I can get to Redondo, but I don't know how deep in Redondo uh, this venue is, you know? So I don't say all that, but I'm just saying, no, nah, I don't. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. He's like, well, just tell me where you are. I'm like, well, I'm on the 605. And when I tell him I'm on the 605, he kind of goes on a little bit as far as, like, I need to know L.A. and stop relying on GPS. And, you know, I need to know. I've been, I'm driving around. I know Friday traffic. I'm like, this is kind of going on and on about why I, sh I should have been able to answer that question when he first asked it. And in my mind, you right. know, I'm already a bit irritated with just the fact that, you know, I'm putting in, you know, four and a half hours of driving solely to do this filming gig that I'm not getting paid for, right? Um, not not yeah. the strength of like, oh, my dad needs to pay me, but just off the strength of like, this is taking up my whole Friday, you know what I mean? Which I'm open to doing, but I guess it becomes more of a task when I feel like I'm being pressed and micromanaged to get the, the thing that I say I'm going to get done, done, right? Um, so, you know, that, mm -hmm. that, that turned into one thing and he's kind of going on and on. I'm in traffic, just like I'm listening to music, I'm vibing, I'm trying to get my mind right, getting ready to film. I mean, yeah, film. Uh, and I think right before this whole call, I had reached out to him to ask him, like, yo, where are we filming so I can get an idea of how I'm going to set things up, just to get my mind around what needs to happen by the time I get there. I know what to expect. I can set it up. We can keep it pushing. But he didn't have those specifics worked out yet um, as far as, like, the venue, as far as where we were going to be filming, about how many lights I needed, what type of setup. None of that was known. He was just like, we're going to figure it out when we get there, which – to me, wasn't the most effective, but, you know, once again, it's not my project, so I'm just going to go off the strength of what it is that he's saying in his vision for how he wants to kind of execute things. So, you know, when I got this call later on, as far as, like, where was I, um, I was a bit irritated, and uh, in that exchange of, like, just that negative energy I felt like I was getting with just, you know, the way he was kind of 
pressing me and like going on about why I needed to know how long it was going to take, even though I said I was going to text him. I just felt like that wasn't that wasn't the best space to be in, especially as I'm in route to work with him. Um, yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm going to text you. I'm going to text you. And then I hung up the phone. I didn't give him time to really stop talking, to really hear what I said. But I said, I'm going to text you. So I hung up the phone. I sent him a text, 50 minutes. And, like, you know, that, that triggered him. Um, he didn't like that too much, that I hung up the phone. You know, he's going off about, you know, um, like I hung up the phone, this and that. Um, and I just I let him know. I said, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate uh, the negative energy. Like I'm not in the space to really receive that. Um, I'm, you know, in route to come help you out. I've been driving, um, and I feel like you're coming at me in like, in, like, in, like, in a negative way. Like, I'm not, I'm not receptive to that. And, uh, you know, he's like, nah, you know, going on and on with a bunch of explicitives and uh, this, that, and the other about me and my <laughs> character and my upbringing and, you know, just me not, you know, just all these things that I am and things I'm not uh, adding up to. Yeah. Um, you know, essentially being like, you know, uh, stay where you are. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a whole, it's a lot more intense than 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 I'm portraying it to be. Right. It's pretty pretty demeaning. Yeah. No? Yeah. Extremely demeaning. Extremely demeaning. Uh, not not a conversation. Like, like if like if, I, like if I spoke to you that way, would we have been boxing? Oh yeah, they would, it would have been in the, yeah, one hundred, one hundred. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to say nigga, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it would have been bad. Uh, but once again, this is my father. You right. know what I'm saying? So that you know, even right. in that exchange. Uh, there's the level of respect that I, I'm mindful that I have to maintain, even though I made my decision to hang up the phone. That was for my best interest, um, just off the strength of me as a man. You know what I mean? Um, but yet at the same time, not choosing not to come at him with that same level of energy as far as the words, the insults, and just uh, demeaning him at who he is, right? Uh, that's, I guess, mm -hmm. where I drew the line as far as my respect with him or towards him. Um, you know, essentially he was just like, nah, stay where you are. Like, don't even come. And, uh, I was all right. And he's like, and I want my money back. I'm like, well, I already picked up the stuff this morning. So we can't rent something and take it out for more than four hours and then take it back as if, you know, oh, we didn't use it yet. They don't know that. You know what I mean? And right. he just did not really go for that and felt like I still owed him his money because, you know, the task is not being done, which was his decision to say that I need to stay where I was. So, you know, that was a whole whole big spill and, you know, led to pages and pages of text messages, uh, which I did very little responding to outside of letting him know that I can't get the money back for the for the rentals. Um, but basically, he was telling me that he's done, you know, he's done with this relationship. He's going to get out of my life um, and that he'll be that he'll be OK. Um so yeah, that was that was this, that was really the end of it. You know, he sent a couple more messages that next morning. I guess like you know when when he was a little bit more like calm in his in his, in his uh, approach. You know, he wasn't as insulting, but still very much adamant about you know picking up the things that he's purchased for you know our podcast and you know me needing to run him his two hundred. Um, yeah, I didn't respond to any of those. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he broke up with me, bro. But so. <laughs> so you know obviously i knew all of that part but it's dope to have that that context yeah. but what i don't know yet which i'm excited to hear about is um it's such a like like i'm watching the television i was show. just about to, i was just about to say way. this should definitely be like recreated <laughs> for like tv i'm so serious it might have to be on hbo though but on hbo yeah <laughs> Through the explicit language yes. so the uh viewer discretion so is advised uh, 60s <laughs> 
So he said he was gonna come back and pick up his stuff. So how did that go? Would you would you gave your dad his hoodies and t-shirts and the basketball shorts? Man, that bro, that's exactly what it felt like. Like I'm gonna have to go get a box, go really? through all my drawers, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to pack up. You know what I'm saying? All the things that he purchased for me. Nah, um, he said all of that the day before, like that Friday um, when he texted me that next morning. Yeah. He just told me to get all my get all the things ready for him to pick up, um, but I have no intentions uh, of uh, scheduling that. Um, oh, so it didn't happen? No, no, no. I, I never. I haven't talked to my dad since then. Like my last my last comments to him okay. was just that the rentals won't. I, I can't get the money back. You know. So he went on like yeah. I said for pages, and I did not respond to that. Like I don't. I'm not gonna qualify that with the response. Um, simply due to the fact that he's disrespecting me. You know what I mean? In, in the in the midst of it, like you yeah. make a decision. Okay. You know, we didn't handle each other well, but at the same time, just because, in my personal opinion, just because you're a parent doesn't mean that um, that gives that parent the authority to disrespect their child and who they are as a as a as an adult. You know what I mean? Um, right, right. Th- there's a lot of things that just don't sit well with me in that exchange. You know, like I have no problem, you know, recognizing, yeah. okay, I was disrespectful, I was this, I was that, but at the same time, you look at the conversation. A father doesn't talk to their son that way. You know what I mean? Um, well, well you know, talk I, actually, um, mm-hmm. I actually, um, I actually have your, your dad on the line, uh, Mr. Ross. Are you here? Right. No, he's not there. But he's um, not there. <laughs> Papa wasn't there. Wait, so no, but, wait, shut up. <laughs> 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 but I mean, so with that, I mean, that'd have been I, I great. Get, though, I get your. Mm, I'm sorry. Go for it. That'd have been hilarious, mm-hmm. right? I, I would have been, If I were you, I'd be upset if somebody did it to me. But with that being said, like, do you feel like there's a higher responsibility from? from your parents to to be the adults in those situations even though everybody's an adult yes 100 percent, 100 percent. um solely because i think becoming a parent i'm not a parent right but in right. working with with youth and seeing the the impact of their family households on them and their lives i just recognize the importance like i feel like that's one of the most important roles in life is to be a parent because um, you're essentially raising an adult, and I don't think enough people see it that way. Um, I think somebody shared it with me um, that a lot of people seem to tolerate their children as opposed to mm. be mindful of how to raise an adult. So I just think that there is a yeah. an expected responsibility that comes with that, um, especially you know just being one of the most impressionable impressionable individuals. One of the most influential individuals to, I don't know how to put it, but basically, like, this is a key person into You're the, the development. You're the strongest influence yes. for them. Yeah. At, for much of their Yeah, life. for much of their lives, right. So I just think that in, throughout that process, which I don't think is ever going to be perfect, but I think it's a learn as you go, um, learn as you grow type of situation where I would hope that that process allows for you to be an even better an adult for the sake of the for the sake of your child even when your child becomes an adult for them to still have that support and kind of be that guide on how to be an adult because there is no manual you know what i'm saying there is no real guideline or class that we take to really teach us and i feel like the only real example we have are our parents because they were very much so aware of the environments that we grew up in you know and i think there definitely is a higher responsibility to be mindful of what that looks like, you know, and I would say, you know, my dad and I's exchange growing up, um, you know, he, you know, was there for me to, you know, we went to, went out, we go, went to get food, you know, visited family, um, uh, throughout my, my time running track, 
it was like eight years or so i don't know um he was there at my track meets you know all, all of that but when it, you know when it comes into becoming a man even through high school i don't feel like i really had that uh type of relationship and i don't know if he had that type of relationship with his father i highly doubt it um to be able to come to him for like advice as a man you know dealing with relationships Bro, that's my that's one of my biggest my biggest uh issues with my life right mm-hmm. now is when i think about my relationship to my father i don't feel like he's a person i can really go to and pursue for guidance yeah. you know and i feel like that is the like their primary responsibility when you leave the house right you know, is to help guide you and like in a sense mentor and just like you know help you make decisions and navigate um yeah, I, so so I mean, what I'm curious about is, is there any level? I really feel like I yawn or open right now. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Is there any level of like hurt or like are you affected by this at all? Because you seem very unfazed by it from our conversation. Man, um, that's something that I, I've, I've I've thought about. Um, I've thought about a lot um, in a majority of situations, but it's kind of one of those things where I think. Uh, while in undergrad, let's say maybe five years ago, I had an opportunity to, I think, recognize that my dad was human. I had an opportunity to recognize that my mom was human, that my family members were human. Um, and how'd that happen? Um, I, had a, I had a big situation where um, I was making a lot of decisions that you know, when communicated with my mom, she wasn't pleased with. And she would take time to kind of share with me that she was disappointed. And um, at that point in time, I think it was very heavy for me to receive that. Because in my mind, are those are like are those things you don't want to discuss on air? Or? No, 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 no. We good, we good. Because I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I'm about to. I'm about to break it down. Yeah, I'm open okay. to. It. I'm open to it. Um, gotcha. I, I say decisions because I was just you know young. I don't know what I was doing. I was smoking weed, doing a bunch of things. Actually, my mom was fully aware of those things. Gotcha. Uh, but she was just saying how she's just so disappointed. Um, you know, because I had taken time off from school. I was, uh, you know. Smoking. So you were being a kid. It's not like nothing. Yeah, works. nothing. When you say that, I, like it, make, like it, it gives, it gave me the national impression that was some heavy. Oh no, 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 no. I wasn't. But you were just being a kid. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, exactly. I was young. Uh, you know, smoking gotcha. weed all day, just a whole bunch of things that I was doing at that time. And she was just communicating that she was disappointed. You know what I mean? And and that's not that okay. wasn't abnormal uh, for a mom to make those type of uh, statements. Like when she was proud, she would tell me. When there was things that she felt like I was doing that was good, she would tell me. It was just so much, it was just the fact that at this point in time, I was dealing with a lot of these things. And when that, <clears throat> excuse me, when that came, I was like, man, like, she's disappointed. What does that really mean? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I just felt like in that moment that her letting me know that made everything that she told me that she was proud of prior to that invalid. And oh, wow. I found a way to communicate that to her very, very like soon after, maybe within the next few days. And she was letting me know that that's not the case. And I was just trying to think like, man, then why did I feel that way? Why did it feel so heavy? And what it came down to was recognizing that a lot of my upbringing, though I, my mom was my custodial parent, the parent that I lived with and grew up with, my dad was still very much involved as I shared. Um, but my interactions with my dad wasn't as open and transparent as it was with my mom. And because of that, I felt like a lot of my relationship with my dad made me feel as though I wasn't good enough, right? Um, Running track, you know, it was always, well, I need to be focused on, you know, the next event, or I need to be focused on getting, you know, uh, PR and like getting a personal record. Uh, I need to be focused on, you know, 
getting to the Junior Olympics and get to the Junior Olympics, we got to focus on getting first place. And then I got to focus on trying to get a scholarship for college. And I got to college and it was focus on passing college. Then it was focus on getting a job. Then it was get a job. And I focus on moving out your mom's house. It was all these next steps. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think that. that I, I do remember some of that. Yeah. And I think that's it. very important. But I also think it's necessary to celebrate those small victories as they come. You know what I mean? Um, because the way that that translated to me being young and not having lived life to have context of that, my, the fact that my dad was a person translated into a way of how I felt about myself not being good enough, you know? And, you know, I read somewhere that, you know, even in our interactions with our fathers, it's often how we're going to view God, you know? And I think that also had oh, a man. big deal and an impression on even my spiritual, my faith, because I didn't know it at the time, but I definitely always felt like every time I fell short and didn't live up and hit that mark, that God was thinking that I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? So it impacted even my, my, my faith. So, you know, in, in coming to a place to recognize that, my mom was able to help uh, me process through when I was able to express to her that I felt this way to let me know that those things did not mean that what she felt before were invalid. It's just that in this moment, we're talking about these situations, and with these situations, she's disappointed. And it's for me to be mindful of the context of our relationship. And that was, yeah. that was all, like life-altering for me, because it wasn't something I came to my mom with as far as my relationship with my dad. That was something I had to develop on my own. And once I was able to articulate that I realized that was rooted in something else, I was comfortable with having that conversation with my mom to then hear her tell me that it doesn't make other things invalid, which then allowed me to take that same ideology to recognize that she's human and she has feelings and she may say things out of emotion. She may not be mindful of the impact that her words are having on me. So it's also my responsibility to even take her words as a grain of salt and take what I can make sense of and leave what mm -hmm. I don't need. You know what I mean? Um, so that was something I had to be able to adapt. And that was something I adapted, you know, um, around that time. So I say all of that to say, since then, I've been very mindful of my dad. I've been very mindful of his interactions with, you know, his parents, uh, how he interacts with his, his siblings, how he interacts even in the professional sense, um, to begin to understand who he is more and more. And in doing so, you know, I had my run-ins, things I wouldn't agree with, me rebuttaling, me arguing, me going back and forth trying to, you know, prove points or going back and forth trying to prove myself to the point where I realized that, that wasn't necessary. And because of that, mm -hmm. even getting to this point where we're having this run-in, because this isn't the first run-in, but this is definitely probably the most intense, um, I feel like I've been very much prepared to deal with it <clears throat> to the point where it's not um, disheartening to me. You know what I mean? Because I don't think it's coming from a true malicious place, but it's just the only way he knows how to express himself. You know what I mean? So right. there's more of a, um, there's more of an, I got more of an understanding, which is a very interesting place to be in because everything in me should be like, no, I need to essentially punish him. Not in the sense of like, oh, punishment, let me do some things, but just in the sense of like, he needs to know that what he did wasn't right. You know, but I don't need to do that in a way where I'm reciprocating that negative energy. You know what I mean? I just got to make a decision that this yeah. isn't what I'm okay with. And moving forward, you know, I'm, as my own man, I am able to make a decision on what I will, what I will and won't allow. Um, so the way that it's impacted me, um, this whole exchange, it's, you know, it's sad uh, because I definitely think my dad is hurting in ways that um, he may or may not be aware of. Um, but at the same time, I also feel a bit of um, relief in the sense that, 
I don't feel like I'm having to walk on eggshells to try and accommodate what it is I feel like he needs from me. Because I feel like that's just a tall ask from a child to a parent. Um, simply because that relationship does not allow for honest, transparent conversation. Right. It's interesting because, like, you know, when we, when we discuss, you know, your, your relationships and your, your um, kind of battles with, with you and your, your, your pops, it's interesting because it seems like you, you're very much disconnected mm. um, emotionally from that relationship. Um, which, if that's true, that kind of, I get it because I'm, I'm like that with my dad. Mm. And it's, um, I don't know, like a, like a piece of me feels like, like that's very, that's, that's, that's even worse than either being malicious or, you know, being super hurt by it too. You know what I'm saying? Just like that, that disconnect of just like being kind of unaffected or, or, or jaded to that relationship. Mm. I don't know. Um, but it's, 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 it's interesting, man. In those situations, do you feel a, a responsibility to fix them, or is it just it just is what it is? <laughs> My dad's calling me as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I feel responsible at this point in time? No, I would think in the past, um, um, I may feel compelled to, but just where I am now, the things that I have going on. Um, I think it was all necessary. As dark and crazy as that may sound, um, mm. I think it's necessary because I think, I hope, I pray that it would allow for some honest, transparent conversation to happen to explain why that type of behavior is the way he chooses to interact with me, being his son. Um, so you don't think this is definitive? You think it's like you know it's just gonna be like things gonna boil over, or are you guys gonna like just avoid each other for a good while? I think it's I, I, a part of me definitely feel like it's like it's 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 definitive, but at the same time, I mm. feel like it's one of those situations where now I'm entering into a space where I'm gonna have that typical story of me and my dad didn't talk for years, and we finally reconnected and hashed things out. That's literally what it feels like. It's yeah. gonna be one of those type of situations. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, not a situation where it's like, oh, he's just upset. We'll talk about it in a week. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely one of the ones where of where um, this just this is just the reality for now. And, and, and when, when things do pop back up, it's not going to be on some. Hey, what's up, son? Or hey, what's up, dad? How are things going? As if it never happened. It's one of those situations where nah, this is big enough and I'm an adult now to the point where we can't just skip over it as if it didn't happen because that happened before. You know, uh, when I when right. when I quit track, um, he didn't speak to me. I don't even know how long, but I know it's for sure at least at the very least three months. Um, really? So going from like seeing him and talking to him multiple times a week to not speaking to him for months. Um, but you know, I think that was more of a situation for him, my mom, to kind of hash out. Um, and I think a little bit, it was definitely a lot more of their responsibility because I was a minor. Um, so for me to kind of just pop back up, it's kind of like, okay, maybe mom and dad weren't seeing eye to eye. So, you know, that's just kind of what it was. I don't even really re- remember the details of it. Right. But at this point, yeah. this is something that's fully in my court, you know, and I know me and I know I'm not comfortable with, I know I won't allow it for to, it just to be a, Hey, what's up dad? Or, Hey, what's up son? How things been going? Like, that's not like, nah, like it definitely needs to be yeah. something that that's addressed. Um, yeah. So so yeah, that's where I am with it. Interesting, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty weak, bro. Yeah. 
um, I'm gonna lightly switch gears yeah. <laughs> real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were talking about uh, LeBron a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have both seen that clip <laughs> about uh, what is what is it? I don't so, even know what that thing's so, called. Set it up. So, so, so Terry, do you regret having your name? No. Um, <laughs> um, so so this is the conversation that we've had before. People have often asked me uh, as I've gotten older, like when I have a son, am I gonna have him carry my name, uh, so he'll be Tarek Ross the third, and I've always struggled with that because I didn't necessarily find that appealing. I've never really, I've never yeah. truly quite understood it. Um, you know, people say, "Oh, carrying the name, carrying the legacy," but my personal opinion has always been like, you don't need to have a first name to carry a legacy. If anything, the last name, if it's a boy, is going to live, right? Because Ross right. is going to be a Ross, you know, in the event that. You know, my child does keep my last name. <laughs> so, um, so <laughs> this is why he'll plan it for, for his baby out of wedlock. <laughs> I know. I, I, you know, I don't you know, know what's going to happen. Me and my baby mama ain't seeing eye to eye. You know, he might not have my last name. You never know. You know, we got to prepare for anything. That's, that's exactly why I said it that way. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, that, that, um, it just never appealed to me. And, you know, so yeah. I've heard it at times, you know, people don't like that, you know, because of the sake of like, well, the identity. And I just personally have never been with it, regardless of what anyone has said. I just kind of feel like what that truly does is just reminds you that there's other people. Like when I see people who, no offense to anyone else because they're not in control of that, but anybody that's like the third or the fourth, heck, I'm a junior. So I'm in the same boat. I just, it, it reminds me of, okay, I wonder, you know, I, I know who their father is. I know their father is, you know, blank blank senior or blank blank the second blank blank the third like i yeah. become aware of that so seeing that person doesn't let me know about what their fathers represent it just lets me know that their fathers have the same name so to me it almost takes away mm -hmm. from that the individuality of that individual you know what i mean Absolutely. it takes away from their identity personally is the way i see it you know and i don't personally like that um now no way shape or form do i dislike the fact that i'm a junior i just don't think that's something i'm going to pass on to my son um yeah. Even prior to this this whole breakup with my dad, um, I need, <laughs> um, so, so I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so you know, so it, it's funny because that kind of like because I think we talked. I told you how my dad's been like pretty much pressing me yeah. to change my last yeah. name for the past few years. Yeah, break that down. Why? Uh, okay, so you know, I talked about this a little bit. I think in in episode zero about my dad. My like I didn't meet my father until I was five years old, right? So my mother named me Antonio uh, Bell, you know, right? So I was giving her her last yeah. name. Um, my dad, <laughs> one version of the story is my, I didn't meet my dad until I was five. There's another version where I met him a little bit before that, but we'll get into that later. Mm -hmm. But I met my dad when I was five, quote unquote. So he wasn't involved in naming me. And for whatever reason, my mom decided not to name me um, with the last name Fields. But my dad is, over the past couple of years, I guess like, facing his mortality in a sense, yeah. you know, um, yeah. he's, you know, but he'll be 60 next year. So now he's thinking about, oh man, one day I'm not going to be here, you know, so I would like my name to live on, right? And for me, it's like, I'm not like completely against it, but but it's kind of an idea of like, I don't feel like that's my choice to make, you know, yeah. for anybody else. Like if I'm going to change my name, I'm going to be like a Muslim or something and change it to like Abdul Rashid Muhammad or something crazy, you know what I mean? Mahmoud. Like, 
well not crazy <laughs> my mood yeah, you know what I mean yeah. but it's gonna be something with like some meaning to it like I would definitely I'm sorry <laughs> I would definitely go back to like some <laughs> some name that actually meant something mm-hmm. like you know how Eze means king you know uh, hint hint Nigerian I, prince I, I, was, I, was, I was about so, to say that's a super plug <laughs> Right. But I would definitely do something along those lines. But um, I wouldn't I don't know that I would like, you know, change my name now for anybody. Really, because like I have my identity set in, you know, Antonio Bell. Right. right. And then my daughter has my last name and in the credits of whatever I'm doing and, and the projects I've worked on, man, it's Bell. Right. So for me, it'd be a big shift. Wow. To change my name. I didn't even consider right? that. Maddie has your last name. Wow. Yeah. Manny has my last name, so to change my name, I got to change my daughter's name too. Right. I'd have to, right. right? And in order to change her name, I got to talk to her mother. Like it's a lot tied up into it now. Where, you know, I think my dad may have first mentioned it when I was seventeen, but I'm like, bro, you should have got on this when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I would have did it probably too, because I, you know, I want to make my dad proud or whatever at that age. But I felt like that was a conversation he should have had with my mother, as opposed to you know trying to get me to get, do this. Yeah, now. exactly. And on and on top of that, you know, your name lives on right now for one generation. Right. But, you know, if I, if I leave this piece without having a son, and I don't know if I'm having more kids, you know what right. I mean? It's a wrap. Oh, wow, you have a daughter. He's calling me again, bro. He always does this. Calls multiple times? Bro, he, like, he'll, he'll call me five times if I don't answer. You should tell him we're talking about him. No, I'm kidding. I know, I'm right? <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, nah, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, uh, Wow. That's huge. I wonder if he understands that all, all, all that comes with that. Hey, I mean, I've, I've talked to him about it. I've told him how, like, you know, I'd have to change my daughter's name. Oh, man, you know, you could change her name too, blah, blah, blah. You know, or, um, and I've also, and I told, I've actually told him that too. Like, I feel like that's something you should, you know, talk to my mom about, whatever, whatever. So he'll make jokes now, which make me dumb, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, yeah, man, he only, he only want my last name, boom, 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 wow. boom. But it's kind of like, wow. like, I feel like that's an unnecessary, like, pressure to put, to put on a child. Your, your kid. Yeah. Yeah. What you know what I mean? Because he don't want my, my last choice, name, bro. right? Yeah, but I mean, this is something he said recently, like a month ago. No, but that's, you know what, that's I mean? what I'm saying. Like that's 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 nothing yeah. to do with you, right? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, that's, like, I, and I told him that day. I'm like, nigga, I didn't choose yeah. my name. Uh, <laughs> right. baby, where where? Call me Antonio <laughs> Bell. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I want to be Antonio oh, Bell. I want to be Antonio <laughs> Bell. <laughs> what? Now go get me some milk, mama. Yeah. What? Yeah, dog. Like, so it's it's interesting to me, but it's kind of like I feel like. I feel like we almost, and, and I feel like those are the ways we end up paying for our father's sins in a sense. Man, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where I have to deal with, you know, this decisions you've made, you know, whether it be like the way that you choose to deal with me or the way that, you know, you perceive me in the world or influence me in the world or whatever the case is, mm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really be knowing what to make of any of that, to be right, honest. Right, right. You mean, man, I just, I just uh, you know, something I shared too was just like, Looking at my dad and just you know hearing situations about you and your dad and you all's relationship and just other homies and their relationship with their fathers, I just think about um, even the times that they grew up in because you know a lot of them are probably around the same generation, same age, more or less, and I just recognize that there was like times were just different for them, you know. So even the relationship yeah. that we would desire now probably couldn't have been a true desire of theirs then even though they probably did desire it looking back on it um i just think about how you know i think for a lot of them they feel as though they're doing a lot more than what their fathers were able to provide for them and you know i think at least in my situation that may be 
very much the case that, you know, my dad may have felt like, you know, on a scale of one to ten, he may have gotten like a two or maybe a three from his dad, right? Mm. Maybe he feels like he's giving me a five, you know, but in his mind, it's not. And what is he actually giving you? I, I don't, I mean, he may very well be giving me a five, but in my mind, I recognize the okay. scale goes to ten. So, yeah. you know, five isn't, you know, as good as it could yeah, be, right? But yeah. at the same time, I don't even know if he's aware that the scale goes up to 10. I think he's just aware that he's doing more than what he was given. And for that, that should I, be... I, but I feel, like, I feel like either way, it's a cop-out, bro. Like, no, I 100% agree. I agree. This. I agree 100% yeah. that it's a cop-out in that sense. But I'm just saying, in the sense of like so much hurt and still being able to provide, it's probably where a little bit of that pride comes into play, where the, you kind of stunt your own growth because you feel like you're doing more than what you probably should have been doing based on the little that you were given. I feel like that's a cop out for anyone. Like, you know what I mean? I think about us, you know, growing yeah. up in places. You know, we didn't grow up dumb, poor, or anything, but we definitely grew up disadvantaged compared to the people that we have to be in the world with. But that doesn't mean yeah. that we uh, look for handouts because we made it out of tougher situations. You know what I mean? It's right. like, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Right. You know what I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Nobody's gonna have pity on us. But the way I look at it is like, like for me, I think it's a little unique because you know, being a father now and having Maddie. Mm. She's a constant reminder of who my dad wasn't growing up, right? Who your dad wasn't. And I hate that. Yeah, okay. yeah, who my dad wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, while I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with my daughter, like I'll be sitting here playing with Barbies. Or I'll be in the store and I'll just buy her something and bring, bring her something back. I'll go to Starbucks and I'll make sure to bring her something back. Much of the same things I, I, I do in relationships at times. But, you know, it's, it's just the idea of when I love somebody, I'm going to go above and beyond to, to let them know that and just do little things for them, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I noticed that with my father, and I've actually witnessed it with yours as well, where I see them do things for women, you know what I mean, mm. before they do it for their kids, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, at, at, you know, even at, you know, the ages we're at now where it's like, you know, you know, you're going out of your way to go to the movies with the girl you're dating or go to San Diego with her or whatever the case is and, and, and think outside of the box, you know, to whatever capacity you can. But that same effort isn't put towards maintaining a relationship with your kids and, you know, for my dad, his grandkids. Yeah. You know, for me, it's like, you know, it just, I look at love this way. You know, if you really love something or somebody, you're going to put the work in. Yeah. You know, so, you know, if you really love women or you love sex or whatever the case, case is for you, right, whatever, whatever whatever you're getting out of it, if you love that, you're going to put in the work in to get what you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for your kids, it's like, I don't feel that all the time because it's like, you're not making an effort to, to, to respond to me in that way. Right. Right. You know, so... So I don't know because like you know I got off of work working 10 12 hours bro and I'm playing with Barbies a lot of nights or you know I, we thought talked about this on a couple episodes ago yeah. but you know yeah. so it's like you know, I just I, you know yeah. so so you recognize that you just have to be intentional you know what I mean I think that kind of goes back to that whole tolerating versus being mindful that you're raising an adult like yeah like I look at you know what you what you're doing with Maddie and I and I, I admire that you know what I'm saying it's like damn I want to be that intentional when I have a child right. to be able to like recognize and then be aware of my decisions in that time. You know what I mean? Because mm. that, to me, that that's the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? That's the, literally the, yeah. whether you ask for it or not, it's your responsibility. And I think we, we got to do that in life. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate when, um, because that child is ours, that we feel like we have the ability to decide that we're not going to put in that, that work. When realistically, you know, you're you're impacting that child's future as an adult. Like, 
that's huge. Man, that's that's man. that's huge, man. Yeah. Like you know, and and I'm glad you put it that way. You know, sometimes seeing our fathers do things for women that you know they wouldn't do maybe not even half for us. You know, whether we were younger or right. even now, because we've seen it. You know, and have discussed that too. Um, but I remember you said something about. Um, and now I'm airing you out a little bit, but it was something that that, uh, that 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 checked me. You know what I'm saying? You you were telling me how, I think you were in L.A. You were in L.A. at the time, and your mom was in Atlanta sick. She wasn't feeling well, and uh. <laughs> um, you know, bro, I forgot all about yeah, this. Like she, I guess you you break it down. Like, you remember? You break it down. No, 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 okay. no I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay, I don't remember. I think I know what you're saying, yeah. but go ahead. So, like, you were just like, man, like, my mom's sick. Like, go, just go out and go get the medication, whatever you need. It was just kind of like, like, almost, not, not, not in a disrespectful way. Okay, just, I, so, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, so, so my mom, my mom was in Atlanta. She was sick. Well, my mom, my mom almost, like, she was young. She was young, and she got pneumonia real bad. And, like, she almost, like, you know, she almost, uh, they said, like, if she had pneumonia again, she could die or mm-hmm. something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but this was like, you know, I think the 80s or something was just like we weren't as advanced as we are now in dealing with, you know, some of the even simpler diseases. Or not, well, that's not a disease, but, or, you know, illnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so she got sick again and she had pneumonia. Recently. Uh, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. Uh, not recently, but maybe 10 years ago or so. Oh, okay, I don't okay. But she got sick and she wouldn't tell me what it was. She was just kind of handling it because she didn't want me to be worried because she knew I was aware of that story because mm-hmm. she had told me or something, mm-hmm. right? So she was like, when she gets sick, my mother's like mad prideful, um, not in a negative way, but like she's just, she gonna handle her she own. She gonna thug it out, yeah. You know, yeah, she gonna thug it out, she gonna handle her own, she ain't gonna ask nobody for nothing, she gonna suffer quietly, that's just who she is, she's stubborn in that mm-hmm. way. And she had got sick while I was in Atlanta, I'm sorry, while I was in LA, she was here in Atlanta, and I was like, well, yo, you want me to, uh, to have somebody, cause she couldn't, like, she couldn't even, like, I think she had the flu or something, and she couldn't even get enough energy to go down to CVS or whatever. Wow. So, like, yo, you want me to have one of the homies, you know, go get you some uh, pseudoephedrine, mm-hmm. um, which is like, can I behind the counter show you idea, or whatever, to, um, you know, help you out, right? And she was like, nah, nah, I'm fine, blah, blah, blah don't worry about it. I'll get out there, you know, at some point, blah, blah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like, act like it ain't that big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, all right, man, bet. So, I was kind of thinking, I'm like, man, like, you know, like what can I do? Like and I was like, well, I guess I can I can pull a favor. And then I thought when I, when I, on my second thought of that, I'm like, yo, if I if, if it was a girl I was dating, I would pull whatever favor in the water if I really love this chick mm-hmm. to make it happen, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm like, man, it's my mama, bro. Like, like I have. How to, you gonna you know, not do mom. that? Yeah, yeah. For, the, for <laughs> right, moms, for my mama, yeah. right? So like that 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 goes a check for me. I don't know where the thoughts came from, but I hit the homie up, the homie T and Richards, my guy. So I hit him up and um, I'm like, hey, bro. I said, uh, I said, you busy today? He's like, uh, not really, man. What's up? I say, yo, could you uh, do me a favor, dog? Could you uh, go to CVS, man? I'm a cash app you. I want you to pick up pseudoephedrine. It look like this. It's in this box. It's behind the counter. And if you can drop it off at the crib, bro, I'm mad. I really appreciate yada, yada, yada. And I threw him a couple of dollars or whatever for it. But, you know, for me, it was just like, I have to go that mile for my family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because it's my mom. You feel me? Like, if I was getting something, you know, from her in the ways that I get it from, you know, other, you know, relationships, you know, it wouldn't even be a second thought. Right. Right, you know? right. So I had to do that, and then it was like it kind of just kind of put everything into perspective. And then like you know, with with my boy, it's like to, for him to be able to like take time out of his day to do something for for my mom like that. Like I, I appreciate right. that. It's funny because I, I forget I forget about that. Yeah. You know, in the moments where you get mad at the homies, but it's like it's stuff like that that's like that means a lot to right. me. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's real. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's so that like all about that that, that that situation alone like checks me a lot of times. You know what I mean? Because there's things okay. like, you know, I think 
I know how to put forth effort in a relationship, right? To be able like, oh, let me go ahead and do this or be special in this way. And it's, it's not the things that are necessarily going to be noticed. You know, all the steps and right. hoops you got to jump through and all these different things you got to do to kind of make something happen. But, you know, in the gesture itself is something that, you know, I find, you know, pride in to be like, this is something I want to do for you, you know, in a relationship. But then there's times, you know, with my grandma and my mom, you know, I just kind of think that they're going to be good. I don't got to impress them. I don't got to love on them in that way. You know what I'm saying? Me being here and just being yeah. around them is enough. And it's like, based on what? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going right. to go above and beyond. Because even, even when I was in a relationship, bro, like, I was doing things and buying gifts for birthdays and Christmas, elaborate things that I had, I was listening to that I knew, you know, she wanted and I was listening. Oh, yeah, I remember she said this. I'm going to get this for her for Christmas. Or I'm gonna, I remember she said this. I'm going to get this for her birthday. You know what I mean? Taking notes yeah. so that when the time comes around, yeah. I'm, I'm spending yeah. maybe, yeah. you know, 600, yeah. 700, whatever it may be. But then, you know, I get my mom and grandma a card, bro, and, or maybe some flowers. Right. Like, what is that, 100 right. bucks? Like, are you serious? Right. Are you serious? Right. Like, I still got to yeah. check myself on that. Like, I'm tripping. Yeah. And not even saying that it's the dollar yeah. amount, but it's just that effort. Like, these women, my effort. grandma and mom have been consistent women in my life, bro. Consistent. Man. These relationships. Bro, when I really you know look at it, like, like, I think we all can, most of us can say this, you know, if you can, you know, uh, most of us can say yeah. this, you know, it's like, you know, mom is like been your backbone. She been there from day one. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's not it's not too many. Like I can't I can't say that from my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know he would hate to hear that, but that's facts. Like I can't I can't say that. Really? You know, but my mother consistently there's only <laughs> the, the week I moved out of my mama's house. <laughs> I told you about that, right? No, nah, no. Nah. That oh, that week was the only time my mom wasn't really rocking with me. I got in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I was in <laughs> I was in high school, dog, and uh, the homie uh, the homie one of the homies on the basketball team had uh, had this phone. It was a Sidekick LX, I believe, mm-hmm. and um, Dang. you know, yeah. or it was a Sidekick ID, one of the two. But anyway, it's a phone. Right? What's a Sidekick? And he asked me to hold it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I didn't have a Sidekick. I had a Razor, I think, still or something. So he asked me to hold it. And I'm like, oh, man, bet. So I took my SIM card out of my phone, put it in that phone. And I'm on AIM and, and my biology class just, you know, just chilling, right? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, the head security guard comes in and pulls Darian, uh, the homie out of class. I'm up here snitching. Pulls the homie out of class, right? And then <laughs> takes him to the office. And I'm like, damn, what's that about, yeah. right? <laughs> and then uh, we got to go back and bleep that. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yo, what's that about, right? And then <laughs> he comes back, pulls me out of class, right? So I'm sweating. I'm like, okay, I think I know what this is about now. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I need to throw this phone in the trash can or something when we password. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, it's gonna make a sound. And because the trash can I passed was empty. Yeah. So I just I went in the office and then they, you know, they told me that, you know, they know I got the phone, that they know it's stolen, blah, blah, blah. Like, I gotta give it back now. Nah, you could you could nah bro. He said he set you up, bro. We could only gotta believe his name. I know. <laughs> I know. He did he did set me up. He did set me up, bro. He, and that's how I believe doing this too. He set me up cold, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He said, he said, I know you have the phone. I know it's stolen. You know, like, like, bro, the lights went dark, bro. There was a, a lamp that popped yeah. out of the ceiling. <laughs> Damn. I know you were the comments. I know it wasn't your fault. But if you go ahead and confess now, it's going to be easier on you, right? So anyway, I ended up confessing up the phone, gave it up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got suspended oh. for a week. I got oh. suspended for a week, man. A week. Five days. 
Uh, yeah, so they called my mom, and I, I've been getting in trouble. So my mom was hot. She's just like, you know, you embarrassing me. Got got these people at the school calling me, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, my mom is on me, bro. My mom is, like, talking to me so bad. Like, she's over me. Like, she about to fire on yeah, me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was bad. So I'm hot, and, like, I just, I just know this is it. Like, I'm like, I can't live here no more. Like, she don't even care about what happened or whatever the case is. Not like I had an excuse, yeah. but it was just, like, my mom was oh, like, man, I'm out, right? Play that, brother. So my mom went to work that night. And I packed my bag, right? <laughs> I was leaving. I packed my bag. I was going to my dad's house. I, I went to school, and I was going to have my dad pick me up after school the next oh, day. Oh, this is your plan. And then, she didn't uh, kick you out. You was leaving. Yeah. No, no, no. I left, I'm leaving. Right? So I packed yeah. my bag up. I come back. She done went through my bag and pulled out stuff that she bought, like electronics or whatever. Like, you ain't taking this with me. That's my speaker or whatever, whatever. You ain't taking this or that. Oh, she a real one. And then, uh, right. So then, uh, you know, I took my bag to my dad's house the next day um, and then stayed with my dad for, for, for that week, but I couldn't get to school on time, right? Me and my mom didn't talk for, like, that entire week, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, I couldn't get to school on time and stuff, so I ended up moving back in, like, a week later. But it was just really funny. Um, that's, like, the only week that my mom may not have, quote, unquote, been there for me. But before I called she was, she was, she was, she was about that That's about the only time she wasn't <laughs> right? there for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm leaving like, your house. Like, 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 I didn't do it, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the Where point. were you, you know, when mom, I needed mom, you, mom mama? Mom's <laughs> <laughs> be riding, yeah. bro. No, that's real, man. That's real. I appreciate that. That perspective, man. I literally always think about man. that. About, about, like, mom's being there? No, just about that time that you, like, you know, was saying, like, man, if this was some chick I was trying to get out, I for sure would do it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Just as far as, like, yeah. making yeah. those type of sacrifices yeah. for our family. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like I kind of use that as a barometer for everything because for whatever reason, a man, you know, is willing to do something, you know, willing to go the distance or or do do above and beyond for whoever he's with. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to my mom or my daughter or whatever the case is, it's like, bro, like I thought about this even 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 me now too, bro. I was uh, what was I doing? What was I doing? I was uh, oh, I wanted to run or something. You know, I want to go. I want to go running. Um. But I was like, nah, I'm too tired, blah, blah, blah. And I, when I got in the house, I'm like, yo, if I was dating a chick right now, I would stay up another 30 minutes or an hour to talk to her. Mm. So why can't I stay up another hour for myself, mm. right, and go and go run, go jog? Well, you you know just changed mean? my life again, brother. Thank you for that. <laughs> Seriously, I be thinking about that. The w- bro, like, so like I said, I told you earlier today, um, I look at my, my days as a budget, bro. Mm-hmm. You got 24 hours in the budget. Yeah. How are you going to spend that, yeah. you know, in the day? So... Bro, I would make that sacrifice if I'm talking to a chick. Like, yo, I'm going to stay up an hour, 30 more minutes, miss sleep or whatever because I want to spend time with her. Yeah. You know? Right? And I guess to make us better, right? Whatever that is. Or get closer to her. Right. Right? So why can't I do that, you know, and spend more time meditating or working out or whatever? Like, why not, yo? So so that's kind of like been been the way. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's good. Uh, my brother, so uh, I think this is a good note to uh, to leave off on. It's on you, man. What's what's our bar for the week, man? Man, the bar for the week. Um, I would just say check to to be to check our influences. Like as an individual, okay. me and myself, I want to be mindful of the role I play in the lives of others and how to be intentional in those spaces to make sure that what it is I'm leaving people with is something that they can use, they can grow from. Um, mm. Yeah, check check your influence. Check your influences. Yo, everybody, um, I'm listening to the podcast, man. I just want to say thank you. We appreciate you. Um, you guys are dope. Um, drop some comments. Um, DM us what you think we should be talking about on the next episode. Subscribe. Like it. Tell your homies about it. Um, 
we about that action, boss. So uh, let us know what you think. We love feedback. We love you. This is Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Peace.